I just had a new idea for um, a use of the 360 camera for daily vlogging. And um, vlogging in the past has been an art form where <clears throat> someone of personality, of connection, of wisdom is usually followed because they go around their daily life but they hold out a camera and then they're talking to the camera. And so it, it's like self-reportage, right? But everything's quite intentional and you're always speaking to your audience like, like that way. And it's more engaging, right? And I can see that format working. Well, obviously it works. But continuing to work as a standalone format. But I'm proposing a new genre of um, of social media content where you basically use the 360 camera and you have it rigged up on your shoulder, right? As probably the best place to be because if it's out in front of your face, it's only a small and light thing. You can be hands-free if you rig it up correctly, but... Um, if it's in front of your face, it would just be distracting. It would be quite intrusive. You want it non-intrusive to the user. So ultimately, I'll create a YouTube channel and it will be long-form vlogging POV, right? And I could call it like, come live on my shoulder or something. And so it's a whole channel based on this kind of vlogging style where I can just... It's, it, it seems one of a kind for me because I, I haven't come across this kind of concept before. Or maybe it does exist and it just doesn't gain traction like I envision. But 360 cameras are a fairly new thing. And so if it was um, any kind of other camera trying to rig it up on your shoulders so you, you use it as a daily hands-free vlogging attempt you don't necessarily so it's kind of in the in the area of um asmr because it's quite satisfying if you have this new thing that allows you to just virtually as if you were just sitting on their shoulder as if you were a tiny little thing just sitting on their shoulder and you were able to watch various parts of their lives that they chose to record parts of you know, aspects of minor interest, right? And it's it's all very, it's, it's mostly dull, but the, the USP is that it hasn't been done before. My concept is, I think, new, unless people really have gone out their way to walk around with a GoPro and monitor their lives but i think with a 360 camera it works better because the the viewer can choose whether they want to focus on their face and just watch a long form video of me just going about an, a, a collection of video clips where i'm like say okay i'm cooking a meal so i might even go far back as doing the shopping so recording the shopping trip picking all the ingredients moving the ingredients closer to the camera and just being conscious that it's there but making a more clear intent for for viewing purposes that this is still a vlog and that 
the person on their shoulder is being given attention. So it's almost as if I, the, the user, would literally be treating this 360 camera as if they are a friend on my shoulder. Right, so the viewer can just feel like they're a little furry friend on my shoulder. I mean, how how crazy is that concept? That's that's cool, right? I mean, I'm not just. I think that's a cool idea, and I think it'll be a new trend that I could set if I was to make it all clear that a viewer can feel like they are a little furry friend on my shoulder. So I'm I'm talking to them and I'm interacting with them, but I might not ask them many questions purely because they can't answer and it would take you out of it. So it's more like maybe, maybe the viewer, it's understood that the viewer is mute. And so I wouldn't ask it questions because the viewer is mute. Okay, so I would be going about my day, but I would, I wouldn't try to interact with the viewer uh, on an audio basis. Um, Maybe just narrating my thoughts, right? So I'm conversing with my mute little friend, but I know that they can't respond. So I'll conduct myself appropriately in that situation, in that context. Yeah, so it could be fun. And the way I mentioned ASMR is because if I'm, yeah, I'm back to cooking a meal. So I go to the supermarket, buy all the ingredients, come back home, start preparing. And that's that's where it gets interesting because it, it could be a level of ASMR where it's not meant to be perfect, right? It's not meant to be like super stylized and isolate all the other sounds and hyper focus on one thing and the sounds and the textures. And it's not that because that's a whole other like specialized kind of video production. I'm talking about just as if you were sitting on my shoulder. So everything is raw. Mistakes are commonplace. Icks are normalized. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel comfortable with the viewer on my shoulder. So I'm not trying to live a polished life. And so watching the mistakes I make and watching like me, you know, being a bit foolish and not cutting quite right is is very, very relatable because that's absolutely human. Humans always walk around imperfect all the time. Like we're always mucking up, but we, we try our best to hide it. But given this like friend on the shoulder POV kind of thing, it's raw and it's it's um, kind of long form so that it doesn't require any editing for me. And that's what makes this more easy to do, easy to produce in that I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours in editing. That would just suck the fun out of it and I, it would just stop me from going forward. And actually doing it. Because I would start to find it really boring and tedious. So the trick for me is. The easiest I can make it. The best. Right? The better. So in this long form video format. Of 360 video. 
I can just put it out there as the 360 video in itself. No editing, right? And that's on YouTube long form. And then for shorts, I can always go in and pick the best bits, right? And have that on my Insta channel and on my TikTok channel. And then link that into X and um, maybe even LinkedIn, right? Anywhere, anywhere. And then have a Discord and, and maybe I can discuss with people in Discord because that's how they communicate. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like full-time um, bringing vlogging back to the people. And in the process, I, I hope if it creates a new movement, a new genre of uh, social media content, this kind of POV 360 vlogging style. Um, it's not even a vlog. It can't. Because you're not trying to do video logs. It's not because you're not narrating. Well, you might be giving, showing some thoughts, but maybe it has a different name. Maybe it doesn't use the name vlog. Maybe I create a different name for a different for this type of social media content. It's kind of like a vlog, but anyway, that's the idea. And so I can create. Long form, unedited, post out on YouTube, build that channel, build that following as a niche. I could have that filtered through um, Patreon for um, for like more juicy content or something like that. Uh, more private content. So the content, the long form content, I would like to share with the wider world with complete strangers is the stuff that's more safe right more palatable so that it, it yeah more people would likely watch it so no swearing and no eating and no going to the bathroom and basically like no gross stuff um trying to minimize the icks and so yeah, I'll choose those videos to go out on YouTube. And then the more intimate kind of personal stuff, all the rest basically, I'll put on Patreon. And so I'll have a, a channel going up on Patreon where I get um, the followers and they are the subscribers. That's why I want to put it on a subscription-based rather than just relying on YouTube um, with views. Because... I think although getting YouTube views and, and having your channel monetized and just getting ad rev revenue from like the highest views and highest subscribers, I think that's all good and all, but they're not, they're not personally paying to follow you. And so if they did, they would feel like they're, they have the right to get more like personal stuff, more juicy stuff. And so that's why they would go on Patreon to pay for that subscription. But I don't want to put that stuff on YouTube because that's available for everybody and they might get like grossed out and, you know, off put. So the kind of sugar coated stuff is on YouTube and then juicy stuff on Patreon. 
And then the short form and on all the other socials and link to everything on the short form and go on X and and like treat X as if I'm talking to my friend and asking my friend on my shoulder interesting questions. And then that would be the sounding board, the communicational front on Twitter and on X, sorry. And also in Discord, I can put the same conversations out in there. Now, I'm reluctant to use Discord because that's a whole other platform that I'm completely unfamiliar with. I'd have to learn everything and spend probably a great deal of time on there. But I, my concern is I don't want to spend a great deal of time on any other platforms on, other than the ones that are necessary to um, in production and publishing. So I don't want to, because it's just me. I want to spend my time making, like taking the, recording the videos and then very easily and quickly put them out on YouTube and then, you know, Patreon and the social socials. So I don't want to spend too much time engaging with my audience, although I will definitely have to, to, uh, to peak that kind of engagement and make it more special that if people because it's like a celebrity thing. If you if you watch and follow anyone on YouTube, uh, vlogger or not, uh, over time you 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 gain like this. You're definitely a follower, and you treat them with such reverence and like celebrity, and you know the, you feel like they they are your best friend, uh, or you are their best friend rather. So that does happen. So this idea really is based on driving that kind of um, camaraderie and friendship and kinship. And I think this is a whole new movement because it's a way to reach out to a great big audience of people like you who resonate with you, who, who do what you do and feel how you feel. And so they are like your closest fans and your closest friends. And I think it's valuable to to have this intimate kind of insight into people's mon- relatively mundane lives. I mean, the more the channels grow, the more I, income I earn, the more my life will actually transform. And so through the transformation of my life, it gets more interesting. I I upgrade. It's a whole story. It's an actual like live tv show story of my life unfolding and so i've permanently got content and if people just want to spend their time i don't know following their favorite people because this is a movement it starts off with me creating this new concept but it takes so many boxes and it and it can feed so many people's little hungers to connect and to feel vulnerability and to to follow along on someone else's journey and to just watch someone else's story i i think that's yeah that's that's a really cool concept so anyone can jump on and do that do the exact same do the exact same they can just yeah get a 360 camera put it on their shoulder have a nice secure rig so it's all nice and safe no one can steal it off you and just get used to shooting a daily vlog video, 360 though. And then 
get people used to watching 360 videos and they can choose what they want to see all around at any time. They can keep it locked in and into the face uh, or they can try and see exactly what they see, a panorama view. You can see what's happening behind. Ah, yeah. Because people, I think 360 videos on YouTube at the moment, for the first few years that it's been out, it it's hardly been picked up as a as a proper means of uh, of video watching experience. We're not on. We're not all using VR headsets. We can't just have this very easy way and intuitive way of turning our heads and turning what we were able to see. We're so used to a static, you know, set crop, set framing um, video that's been edited highly and shot precisely. We're so used to having all of that produced and shown in front of us that we're not used to interacting with the thing that we're viewing and, and realizing that it's completely 3D and, you know, 360. We're not used to that. It didn't really take traction. But this could because it's very passive. Do you know, it's not important for you to see any particular part. You just see what you want to see. You can set it you know, how you want, and then sit back and just follow along. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like this concept. It sounds easy to do. Hopefully, hopefully it is. If I continue to, to do this, it's going to be how I, well, when it comes to higher talks, when it comes to higher talk, um, Maybe maybe this is connected, maybe it's not connected. I still want higher talk to be Yeah, I still want higher talk to be a part of my life because it's a very important journey. It's a documentation a doc it's a documentary it's documenting um my thoughts, my you know dear to me thoughts. And I don't know if I can do that with the vlogging idea. I need to come up with a different word for that. But I don't know if I can do it for that. Because the higher talk is definitely not a widespread YouTube kind of long form thing. That's more for Patreon too. So maybe I can have a couple different accounts. Both. I can have the higher talk Patreon where people follow for the juicy juice <laughs> and that'll be long form and this will be like the voice notes but um, but yeah I don't treat it as voice notes I treat it as talking to the camera so that's it when I'm talking to the camera it's going to be higher talk and it's going to be very much people following my face and what I have to say and engaging with me. And I'm going to try and have conversations with people um, and, and record them both and then put them up in the same video. So it's like split screen because uh, we can have conversations anywhere. Right now, I think early on, oh God, this voice message is long, but early on, I don't think I'll have the money to be able to afford a studio. So being... Uh, nimble and flexible and remote 
means that I can have a conversation with anyone from around the world. And so as long as they have a good recording and send it to me, I can put that split screen and it wouldn't be that jarring. It wouldn't be that taxing on post-production time because uh, I don't have to, I just have to align and it would just be a, a long form. And so out of that long form, of course, I can cut little snaps and snippets and have that package that out as short form. But at the beginning, I'd have to do everything, but very soon, I think doing that kind of short form work would have to be uh, relegated to or delegated rather to AI. Really, hopefully, that they AI gets way better at identifying key key moments, recognizing key moments, and churning out short clips that I can then put out as as um, yeah on shorts and on. Yeah, shorts and uh, socials. There's a, wow, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, higher talk and live on my shoulder. Um, okay, okay. Think more about this. <laughs>